dear friends, your excellencies, prime ministers, distinguished guests, may I say straight away I want to congratulate President Makisal, President of Senegal and President of the African Union, President Adeshin of the African Development Bank, and all of those who've and, the, and we have just heard a wonderful commitment indeed from Musa Faki, chairperson of the African Union Commission. I want to pay tribute to all of the heads of state for their vision and leadership in organising this summit at what is a crucial time, not just for Africa, but for the redesign of how we fit our economy and our peoples together in the interests of humanity. It's been a privilege to be present at what I believe is a meeting that has the capacity to have an enormous response, not just for the needs of Africa, but for the needs of humanity at this time. There is, is no need to report the urgency of the conditions in which we find ourselves in Africa with regard to food security. The challenge we face is, above all else, as I have said, I repeat again, a challenge to humanity itself. Yes, we are addressing a malfunction in global food security, but far more importantly, we are addressing the future of Africa and its people, 17% of the world's population and 24% of the world's young people. I do want to wish, as President of Ireland, all of the compacts that have been presented this week, I wish them success. It is of importance, and it gives them a strength, that they are under the vigilance of elected leaders, so many of whom have such good records on inclusion in relation to gender and to youth. That strong connection between gender and food security demonstrates the importance of integrating women into policy responses and policy design, engaging women as leaders and agents of change. In decision-making, this must be central to our policy response to feeding Africa and deepening that paradigm that is emerging, that paradigm shift in the discourse on food security. Now, as to the steps that we must now take... Of course we must respond with urgency to the terrible humanitarian crisis which is now so evident. But above all else, we must tackle the structural issues and the structural causes of these repeating disasters. We cannot tackle food security either as an isolated issue. There are a number of things that we must do together, and I just wanted to take these moments to just mention some of these. We must address debt restructuring and debt condi conditions and achieve an adequate multilateral response. We must address, too, the balances between the cultural realities of sustaining famil family and of participating in economic activity. We must not offer, too, not only freedom from hunger, but opportunities in new forms of economy for young people. They are uniquely positioned to offer us the balance we need between economics, ecology, society and culture. 
and we have to end all dependencies in relation to food security, both in terms of supply and distribution of staples and sources. We have to transfer technology, locating the ownership of intellectual property on the continent where it is being used. And in doing so, we must develop a legal framework that goes beyond traditionally recognising intellectual property right regimes, regimes that can only be justified if they foster food security. The starting point in all of this is the needs of Africa in dealing with African market realities. And attaining such a presence for Africa in global markets as represents a newly reconstructed form of fair trade and responsible, accountable investment. We must draw public attention to the consequences of commodity speculation on key agriculture inputs on which people rely for life. We must build regional grain reserves, as well as a global food aid apparatus fit for the protracted crisis we face, as the special report of the International Panel of the Experts on Sustainable Food Systems has argued. Achieving diversity of food production and fair trade systems, cutting harmful dependencies through new models, must include two important initiatives, including holistic agroecology. And I do think as well, in the monitoring of the compacts which have been developed, we have to draw, I hope, on the new field studies being conducted by African scholars that we have available to us now. Everybody will benefit if their reports on what is working, what is partially working, and what is not working is built into the design and reporting of, of compacts. The compacts acknowledge too, which is so important, the importance and value of a demonstration effect. People are moved when they see successes and can see they show a willingness to take on good ideas and apply them. I suggest it will achieve, I think, the very best results if funders such as the African Development Bank work closely not only with the research institutes, both at the national and international level, but particularly take account of those field studies I mentioned. They have been conducted over time in the field in Africa, and that will help ensure that findings from the latest research feed into the design and implementation of any financial supports and investments. And two, I am humbly said in relation to coming to Africa, we must pay the appropriate respect to indigenous wisdom and see that it is incorporated into the design and implementation of any future food security initiatives. We must abolish all the distances in accountability and we must have reports on what has been called the empty bucket of loss and damage, which has been agreed at COP27. We have to make sure that it is filled, and it would be a good idea if that an empty bucket index report was produced every three or four months, showing what promises have been delivered and what commitments are being made. Let us all hear the message from Africa. The fundamental value chain that matters is one that meets the needs of sufficiency, of appropriate jobs, and of dignity in the home, in the workplace, and in the community. Any agri-food initiative for Africa, then, has always to have inclusivity at its core, 
and specifically more vulnerable smallholder farmers must be targeted for inclusion as programme beneficiaries alongside large-scale commercial farmers and enterprises. I want to pay tribute to the African Development Bank, which is setting a headline for a new report. And I do agree with the previous speaker. The cultural change it is initiating is one that has huge benefits in regard to the banking sector. It is an approach that is able to provide accountability for public and private investment. And such accountability is the best defence we have for democracy. The challenges ahead are urgent, and they can seem increasingly daunting. Let us recognise the scale of the agenda we face, after all, addressing hunger and global food insecurity, tackling climate change and biodiversity loss, protecting rural communities, continuing to build an inclusive, peaceful, resilient and sustainable world which seems at times to slip away from us. All of this in a world increasingly riven by geopolitical tension and dangerous narratives of war and military conflict. In these dark moments, let us look to the resources and influence that Africa can harness. And let us not just dream, but decide to act together to make this century Africa century, a continent with 60% of the world's arable land, which can not only feed its growing population, but become a net exporter of sustainable food to the world. Let us work together to ensure that the dawn of a new era of food security for Africa comes to pass, bringing about a major shift in thinking with regard to food systems, climate change and hunger, one that addresses structural flaws, finally breaks any links with antiquated and flawed food system models that were built on imperial misadventure in the name of progress and which created food import dependencies, path dependencies in production systems and opaque speculation in, pr in prone markets. Let us vow and let us ensure that food security is never used as a pawn in relation to the negotiation of trade deals. Let us bring to fruition a food production model that addresses the critical dimension of food insecurity, availability, access, utilisation, stability, sustainability and agency, addressing the vicious cycles of conflict, climate, change, poverty, food insecurity, once and for all. This has been a great conference and now we must fill its results with, with actions. Jerry Davis.